Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, fellas, emergency podcast, emergency podcast. Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Sean Dutra. That's what happens when you get a, a, a top three player in the Eastern Conference. That's what happens when he's traded to the Brooklyn Nets to form the new big three, fellas. Is that what's going on right now? Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. Wow. It ain't a big three if the third person doesn't fucking show up to work. Yo, there, there's, there's no other league. I'm telling you, there's no other league in America that's just more dramatic than the NBA. Yep, that's. I, I feel stupid. We should have. We should have seen this thing coming. No, We're, I was talking about Toronto. I mean, if Brooklyn was in the mix, of course, you know that was that was thrown out there. But man, you know, Kevin Durant reunited with James Harden. I, I feel like it's a it's a storybook ending that we should have seen uh, from I don't know at least the off season when when this whole thing started between Houston and. And, and James Harden, as Harden finally gets his wish. But how are you guys feeling about this? What, what, what does this mean for the Brooklyn Nets the Boston Celtics? How does it affect them? How good is this Brooklyn Nets team? Sean, let's start with you. So, as as funny as it's going to sound, like, it does, they got worse if Kyrie doesn't play basketball. Like, if Kyrie doesn't come back, you lost, you you gained a, if, if Kyrie doesn't come back, you gained a better player in Harden, but you lost two pieces that made you legit, like a legit team. And they now have zero draft capital. So if Kyrie doesn't come back or if he comes back and he leaves again and he can't be trusted and they suspend him or whatever, that's not a great team. So this is a boom or bust trade because not only if, if, if Kyrie doesn't come back, they, uh, they can't go out and just trade for somebody. Because they traded all their damn draft picks to get James Harden. So, yeah, they, uh, it's like 2013 all over again. What's this like? They're, they're, is this uh, every every decade they have to do something like this? To Mikhail Prokhorov, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if he's still running this team. They're like, we're going to get this right. I'm telling you, if we trade all these picks, we're going to get a championship. It has to work. You know, this is it. This is this this is the time it actually works. So, so I, I think as as crazy as it is, as crazy as it is. They get wow. Harden on paper. They should be great, but if Kyrie doesn't come back, they actually get a little bit worse somehow. I think I think if you're the Nets, you can't trust Kyrie. You have you feel like you have to make this move. It almost seems like something out of desperation. Uh, obviously, it's desperation when you give up eight fucking first round picks. One thousand percent. Just a re- it's, it's it's desperation and it 100 has to do with Kyrie Irving. It has to, everything to do with Kyrie Irving. Yep, with Kyrie and, and and how unstable he is. It has to do with the fact that uh, Durant only has two years on his contract. I mean, let's face it: if you're the Brooklyn Nets, this could really implode in front of your face before you even get a chance to get uh, you know uh, to, to compete for an NBA title. So they had to have an insurance policy on this guy. Maybe not. 
in that same, you know, in, in the in the traditional sense, but more as okay, we have someone here that's going to keep uh, Durant entertained, so to speak. He's going to keep Durant in focus because one report, or at least a couple of reports, out of Brooklyn says that these two aren't even on the same page the last couple of weeks. That ever since Kyrie Irving has gone rogue, the the, the closeness that tight bond that they had, you know, preseason, that's a little different now. You know, ever since Kyrie Irving has been MIA, I guess is the best way to put it, with the Brooklyn Nets. Joel, what do you think? Well, first off, I was already kind of in a, in a grumpy mode because my girl made me take the tree down today, man. I'm upset. <laughs> oh, damn. You I'm made upset. you, huh? I what mean, do you mean? It's the... Uh... I mean, it's usually, it's usually, Yo, it's it's usually the, up by like... You know, this is the earliest it's been down. It's been taken down in a while, man. I usually make yeah, it Yeah, but February. my God, we're about two weeks to the new year, man. But I, I get know. it. But, you know, oh. after the fucking year we just had, you know, 2020, I, you know, this... The tree was one of the few things that I had going good going good in my life. So well, I have a theory on this. <laughs> I have a fucking theory. And it's fucking TikTok, bro. Does Gabby do TikTok? No, she does not. All right. <laughs> Why would there be any correlation between the there, there has been a there has been an uproar this year about take I had to take my lights down out the front of the house the other day. Why? But Paula asked me about seven to eight times, and then I go on the news and they're telling people to take their lights down. Wait, wait, wait. Is this because TikTok. TikTokers are 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 Getting at people, they're calling TikTokers people. Fuckers are shaming people for for celebrating Christmas and the New Year. Life. Wow, that's stupid. <laughs> that's anyway, real stupid. In fact, I know. So I'm, I feel you, bro. I have, I I fucking took my lights down. I didn't like it. There were white lights. I felt like I could keep them up. I wanted to keep them up till inauguration, but there we go. They're down. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's still considered Christmas lights. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. If they fucking put up a Christmas. Not a single fucking red. Not a, I took down this. I took down Santa. I took down the Christmas tree. I wanted to keep the white lights up. Oh well, yeah. Santa didn't stand a chance, man. He's got Christmas red yeah, all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. There's one. There's one. There's one yeah. thing of his lights. And the second thing of his like legit Christmas decorations that like that like pop up in your boring. thing. Nothing's worse than when you're passing like someone's house and, and it's like February and there's like a, a Santa Claus ornament, you know, on the front doorstep. It's like these guys don't even care. You know. Yeah. Hey, look, look. Sway, Sway's must have been on TikTok, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? Yo, nah. the lights the lights is a whole nother thing. But Can I tell you I was listening to the weather and the weather girl said you can put Santa Claus away by now. I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but if you haven't taken your Christmas lights down, it's the perfect weather to do so today. I go, What are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, but do you remember last year when it was like middle of March? <laughs> today was pretty warm though. Going into April and the, and like the news was telling where they were telling people if you haven't taken your Christmas lights down, leave them up. I and mean, if you have Put them back up. You know, we need some we need some happiness right now because we don't know how long we're going to be trapped indoors with this stupid pandemic and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, why couldn't I just go into this year, two thousand twenty one? Hey. Doesn't mean like because the calendar changed that all of a sudden everything's. George is going to live his life by that woman. It's just, just all you know. You know. <laughs> so, so you know what, though, Jamal? I have a strict rule. If if they're going to take him, if they're going to force you to take him down, make them take him down themselves. I didn't. Touch- <laughs> I would have the Christmas tree still up, but hey. You know what's going to happen, Joel? In like 12 years or so, around then, this is going to be a thing that Jordan does. That's, that's what's going to happen. You're going to be like, oh, you don't want him up? Well, tell Jordan to take him down. I'm not taking him down. <laughs> that's what Sean's going to say. Well, that's the thing, you know, like, <laughs> like the tree, the tree was, Jordan the tree. hit that growth spurt, that fresh growth spurt. He's like, oh, he's, he's big enough. You got it, Jordan. Go ahead. He can reach the star. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's, yeah, he's, he's taller than me. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. You know, the tree was, the tree was naked when I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, you woke up early to take the damn lights down. Now I can't, I can't complain about it because you, you're not going to put them back up. So 
What's done oh, is done. Oh. Naked tree, bro. Yeah. new tree. Yeah, and then and then I feel I feel all I feel all heartbroken when I gotta like pull the tree out of its little stand and bring it outside, and it's like pricking me and shit. Like it's upset with me that I'm taking them out. Gabby's looking at the trash schedule. It's like it's the last fucking day. Exactly. That's exactly what she said. Right. Yeah, it's trash day. I got trash day coming up. So it's like this is the last week they're going to be picking up Christmas trees. So it's got to go. Got to go. I'm going to go. Know what I'm you ever light a Christmas tree on fire? It's the fucking best. That yo, thing goes no, I mean, that would, that would break my heart. Yo. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. I light a Christmas tree. Yo. What's wrong with you, man? I'm just trying to tell you that the Christmas tree is upset with me because it's pricking me as I'm bringing it outside. And you want me to burn it now? Nah, yo, that's sounds like, yo, we should just murder one together, bro. Trust me, it's great. That's <laughs> going once you murder one, the other ones they go down like fucking nothing. You know yo, and think? speaking of murder Christmas trees, like now if you drive around, people just throw them anywhere. It's just like night of the of the dead Christmas trees everywhere you drive. Nah, that's always been going on, man. I know, I know, but it's just it just it still pains me. It still pains me. <laughs> I digress. I'm sorry, guys. We were talking about fucking. But- uh, Throwing out your Christmas tree is exactly like the James Harden thing. Go ahead. Bro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just when you thought things were looking up, things all of a sudden are like, what the hell? Um, you got Harden talking about, he was pretty much was like saying goodbye to Houston. Which is not good enough. Uh, obviously, chemistry, talent-wise, just everything. And it was clear, like I said, these last few games. They just, you know, from the, from the beginning of the game, they were just aggressive. Uh, vet, veteran team, obviously, a uh, championship team, and, um, you know, one of the best teams that we have in this league. Um, you know, I love this city. Um, I literally have done everything that I can. I mean, this, this situation is, is, is crazy. You know, it's something that uh, I don't think can be fixed. So, you know, so ridiculous. And so then, and like, check this out. Check out, check out, like, this. I don't even want to say it's not even 24 hours. It's probably. A good like twelve to eighteen hours of of James was, Harden like his last day in Houston. One night's sleep. Yes, and then like if you were hungover, maybe like another half of that day. Sure. It went from yeah, it went from him saying like I've done all I can do in Houston, uh, like it's time to go, I'm out, thank you, and then to coach of the of the of the Rockets and everybody in the, in the Rockets organization saying yeah, we're gonna tell him to stay away. We told him not to come to practice. Yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna try to figure out what we're gonna do with them. To come here, I'll knock you the fuck out. Yeah, to like the Sixers, <laughs> the Sixers and the Nets oh, are battling with each other to like acquire this 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 angry this angry Harden, this fat angry Harden. That's what fat. they were. Yeah, put the fat word in. Yeah, so I agree with Sway. Um, it is like an insurance policy, but I think it's more so an insurance policy because without Kyrie before this trade, obviously without Kyrie. Kevin Durant and the rest of the Nets, they're a good playoff team, right? They could probably make some noise, maybe go even deep, maybe make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. But with Kyrie, you know, we saw the first, at least the first two or three games, they looked like they were unstoppable. The deepest team in the league, yada, yada, yada. Now Kyrie, he's gone rogue. No one knows where the hell he's at. Uh, I can't believe like the Nets are even, the fact that they're, they, they put out a statement saying that, yeah, he's, we're going to give him a chance to explain. that I can't believe that they're even putting that out there. But I guess they're banking that he's going to come back. But if he doesn't, hey, we got James Harden here. So with James Harden and Kevin Durant, minus Kyrie, right? I'm just like in the hypothetical sense. They could still go at least make it to the finals, right? That's, a, that's the goal. And I really think that, that KD was all over this. I think this is KD saying, we need to do something. Yeah, and the because fun- I'm on out of my mind, and I'm not gonna let this go to waste. Yeah, 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 because you know, you know what this means to Katie. Katie has to has to take off that label, 
that he has his only two championships because he hopped yep. on the championship squad. He hopped squad. on a, a, a so, championship squad already made with Yeah, him. so then he has to he has to win at least one championship because number one, the window is 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 closing. It's funny as that sounds because if you, this is technically his first season in Brooklyn, but he's been there for over a year and a half. But he didn't play. And Kyrie, same thing with Kyrie. They're just like, yeah, just rest him up and let him get ready for the next season. So after this year, Kyrie has two years left. Durant has two years left. And Harden has this year and then one more year after that. So legit, they have two years to make this shit work. And, and if they don't? Well, I mean, look. They're going to try to lock in. They're going to try to lock in Durant next summer. They're not going to let him test free agency. So, no, so I mean, I mean. It's funny because we thought we thought oh well, I mean us here on the podcast we thought that they couldn't pull this off without actually training Kyrie. So for them to actually, you know, fork up eight, eight yes, first yes. round picks. <laughs> well, if, if it was if they were trying to be like a real basketball team, worried about like how the team's gonna be in five years, needs to be like at least a fucking thought in your head. No, I got Just, you. First off, first off, Durant's not resigning. Because they have no draft picks. They have no way to bring anyone else in. If Durant and Harden and Kyrie all don't resign, this team is fucked. That's what I'm saying. Nope. That's why they have that's why they legit have two years to figure this out. No, nope. yeah, but you know they're gonna try to lock in Durant first and then get Harden. Like no, you Durant, have up against it though. That's the thing. Like why would future, Durant if, if if the Brooklyn if the Brooklyn Nets can have it their way, the future three, four year, whatever, you know, past those two years, at least, at least Durant and Harden. But but in the future. Durant Durant won't Durant and Harden won't stay because guess why they're gonna they're gonna run into some struggles this year and they're gonna be like man we need some some players and they have they're, they're they gonna push on they're gonna stay in the yeah, East yeah that's what I'm saying that's why they got they have to go all out like the 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 year the the it's after the third year of of KD and Kyrie's contract is when they can opt out yeah, so but, but, but think about it. think about it if why why wouldn't well, that's why. Well, that's why. Go to the Lakers. Yeah, but, why but that's why. But listen, but listen, though. But that's why. Well, that's why they're going all in on this season. And let me answer that question about them going to Lakers. The one season. It's a. It's a. I know. I know. But listen. But listen. Let me yeah. real quick. Real quick. You see how things have changed from Kawhi coming to the East because LeBron went west. I know that Kawhi didn't choose to go to Toronto. That's that's kind of you know he just happened to land there and yeah took it took advantage that that LeBron wasn't in, in the conference anymore. So now you now you had Kawhi for at least a year, and now Durant came over after that. You got Westbrook on this side now, even though you know his team is is floundering. But and now Harden is in the East. Like how, you, you know the you know the LeBron stands. They'll be like, oh, see now all the big stars that were dominating in the West, then they have to go to the East now to try to at least make it to the finals. So I don't think Harden's going to go out West again. He's, well, he, as long as as long as LeBron and AD are are, are paired paired up, and that's well, going to be for at least next three years but, but after listen, this year. Yeah, I mean, I just I just don't see. I I think that they made this trade, and they said we literally don't care about twenty twenty five to twenty thirty five. We're going to be the worst team in the league. Yeah, I mean, they got rid of their picks. They got rid of their their young talent. You know, like like Allen. Like that was a that's a huge yeah, loss. That was twenty two years old. Did you guys know that? I know. Yeah, like Levert too. That was a that's a big Levert. loss. Twenty-three. Then when he's out for the seasons, I don't know who, I don't know how long he's going to be back because he, you know, tore his ACL, and it's, they're legit going all in. Like Philly, yeah. Philly lost out big time. Like I, uh, I really well, thought, I thought really thought Harden was going to Philly. Well, what do you guys think about? Uh, what do you guys think about Indiana though? I think they came up big time. Yeah, like, to replace all Depot 
with Karis LeVert, like that's a legit big three. That's yeah. legit. It's not Oladipo for Karis LeVert. It's disgruntled Oladipo for Karis LeVert. No, it's not. It's, not. it's expiring contract that's, Oladipo for Karis LeVert because well, Oladipo you know, was not going to resign. That situation wasn't going to work out well for Oladipo. No. It wasn't. It just didn't. You didn't have that feeling. No, yeah. but he played. He. I mean, yeah, they, they had to move on from him, and I think like you weren't going to get good return at the trade deadline for Oladipo. So them being able to hitch a wagon on this crazy fucking trade and be like, hey, we'll take Karis LeVert. We would have never gotten him for Oladipo straight up to begin with. So why wouldn't we get in this? So, uh, right. yeah, that's come up for Indiana. And yeah, I think- like, should we break down? <laughs> should we break down, like, this this four-team debacle? <laughs> I don't even know what to call I it. I like thought this- that's what we were doing, bro. Oh, my fault, my fault. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we're doing over here? Yeah. Yeah, no, no I um, I think that's that that trade's significant for the for the Pacers because I I mean you're essentially putting Sabonis who I don't know where, where people rate him right now but let's just say top twenty right wherever you guys have him on the rise ascending now you're pairing with Levert who sort of has the green light now in a great new situation like that's what someone like Levert can capitalize on because it's like the, the, there's no the, everything is crystal clear now it's like you know you're a pillar on this team and. We believe in you and we traded you here for that reason. And you pair him with someone like Brogdon, defensive guy, defensive minded, uh, you know, two way player can score from the outside, you know, uh, set up his, his, his teammates. That's a good squad. Like that's a squad that can provide that can present all kinds of trouble for the Celtics. Yeah. I think two teams meet in the playoff series and that's a really tough out. Well, I, 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 I agree. I agree. And I think they're looking at the Celtics way of building around like two young guys and putting some pieces around is like, that's, that's a, it's now sort of like a proven formula. You know what? They didn't draft Levert, but you get, you get a guy, you get, you get two guys that are sort of at the same point in their career. You know what I mean? You have Sabonis and you have Levert. They're both, they're both poised to be, to take that next level jump. And if you can catch them at the same time where they take that jump at the same time, just like you're seeing with the Celtics right now, you have a legitimate team. Oh, so, so it's almost like they're a playoff team now all of a sudden, right, Sean? Uh, yeah, I think so. They've been a playoff team even before they got, they yeah. got Levert. Now they're much better than what they what they are. And they're going to get the Celtics problems if, if they, they would have mean the playoffs. If they the depot for draft picks like they probably would have done if this thing didn't happen, then they wouldn't have been a playoff team. It's false. Yeah, no, they're still a playoff team. But no, I mean, <laughs> you add someone like that to the fold, and I, I mean, the, the age, is, it, it's significant, man. Like, this, like, this, like, new, like, age of, I guess it's not a new age, but, like, new wave. New wave of, of pairing these under 25 year olds together. And you think about what Jalen and, and Tatum have done this past year, well, the past two years, right? For, for the from a national standpoint, I feel like they just now noticed, but we've been we've, we've seen this for the last two years, right? But from a national standpoint, now it's like, okay, well, where are the next pairings going to happen now? Because now these trades aren't going to necessarily be all about switching superstars and and, and stars, you know, free agents picking where they want to go and, and who they want to play with. Now it's like teams are starting to pick up on the guys who just need that opportunity to be the guy, and they they're, they're, right. they're putting all their faith in it. And guys like the, you know the the right. Lever- is like those are the ones that are destined to shine in that the Jalen Browns, you know, and the next couple of years you're gonna see all that unfold, especially in the Eastern Conference. Well, I I'll I'll put the I'll put the Karis LeVert thing very much like the Brandon Brandon Ingram trade. That's where, another one, Ingram, yeah. Where you know you saw him, he had this sort of 
try to figure it out in a, in a Lakers lineup that just wasn't working for him. And then you bring him to New Orleans. They say, you're our guy. And then he makes an all-star team. It's like those guys that have been in the league for like two or three years, like just enough where they've, they've gained enough experience and they show, they, they showcase their talents enough where you know that and it's inevitable that they're going to make that stride. And then maybe it's a new situation or maybe it's right before that. It just, it clicks, you know? I think that this, this trade makes Brooklyn have a higher likelihood. I don't, I don't, it's weird that I'm not totally sold on this trade. Like, and the, and the big three of these big threes. No, that's not weird. I, I mean, I don't have them in the finals right away. They're still the favorite, though. But nothing has changed. If you liked, if you liked Irving, you would you wouldn't feel this way. But you don't like Irving because you've been saying right. fuck the Nets, and now they're well, just. Well, if you think that, if, if if you think it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to figure this out and rejoin the Nets, everything's going to be, you know, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even yeah. before. Okay. Okay. Like, even, me- even before, even before, like Kyrie went rogue. What, what was the league saying after a week or two of the Nets? They're like, oh, that, that team is stacked. Right? Yeah, but it was because they had Karis LeVert, because they had Jared Allen. Yeah, we loved Especially the Celtics. Well, yeah. the they exposed the Celtics for not having that same depth. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, so I'm, 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 saying, I'm saying this. Now you have a big three. What always has to happen on a big three? Sacrifices. Somebody needs to sacrifice. Who the fuck is sacrificing out of that three? <laughs> you know what? It's Nobody. Good. He, out of the three, who sacrifices the most is probably going to be Kyrie, and that's the one guy who doesn't want to sacrifice a lot. And that's what. But it depends how you look at sacrificing, though, because for this team to be successful, he's got to be your your primary ball handler. He's got to be your point guard. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Right now, we have the NFL playoffs this weekend, so you don't want to miss out on any of this action. That's right. You can win plenty of money here, guys. Head to BOL right now and lock in those bets. So don't, if you haven't, miss out on betonline.ag. Right now, when you head to betonline.ag, use the promo code CLNS50, and that will get you your 50% welcome in bonus. Head to betonline.ag. Don't forget the promo code CLNS50 to get your 50% welcome in bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Well, you got three of the biggest divas together on one squad. So... That's why I just feel like honestly, with Steve Nash being the guy, yeah, 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 I, I feel bad. He's supposed for Steve. to like control all this. Like if Steve was if Steve was fucked Eddie, before, like yeah. he has no idea what what he's got, what he has coming to him. And he's already lost the team. No, he's not lost the team. He already lost one of his superstars. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's a, that's a given to a certain extent because yeah. I actually think I actually think another reason why this trade went down, other than I think KD pushing for it, is. What if this, and I don't, and, and I think because they probably can't get rid of him now. I mean, I don't think any team would actually would want Kyrie, but maybe this convinces Kyrie. They got this helps Kyrie to come back. <laughs> if this make, if that makes sense. So I got a theory on this, and I think that I think that this whole leave of absence is because Kyrie wanted it to be Durant, Kyrie, and that's what he wanted. You think you saw this coming? And then, then I think when they no, because from what I heard is there was legitimate conversations back like a couple of weeks ago, right? Where we heard this yeah. hard, the uh, Hardens may want to may disgruntled type thing. I think that maybe Durant signed off on it 
and then I don't think Kyrie did, and I think that Kyrie's probably pretty pissed about it because he's like, "Why do we need? Why do we need Harden? This is our team. Like we can right. do." Yeah, but if Harden, if Harden wasn't being everything of all time to be just bitching about getting a fucking All NBA player on the team, I don't. I think Kyrie's done. Honestly, I don't think he's gonna come back. Well, I don't. If hard, if that was if that was true, I'd believe you. If Harden was balling out, because the last well, like five or six games, he was he's barely averaging like sixteen points. He he's he was done. He gave up. I would yeah, believe I would believe you with that. If they were if they were in the last couple of weeks, like really really pursuing him, I think in the last few days Why would that have to do with what Kyrie knows. No, it's not. It's not about Kyrie though. It's like this. This just came out. I feel like this. Was put together in the last couple of days. Not like it hasn't been. It hasn't been. It hasn't been going on for weeks. No, this is this is this is. They've they said today that we've had offers on the table for a while for Harden, uh, but they thought they could get more from other places. And then they came back today and they were like, "All right, we want all of the draft picks." And I think it just sort of push came to shove. The Kyrie thing boiled over. Well, what Harden said too. The Harden thing. Yes, boiled that's over. what I'm saying. Don't you think that that played that played a part for for Brooklyn? Be like, all right. It's either now or never. We're not going to get this dude if we don't pull the trigger on this now. And whatever deal they possibly had on the table, they sweetened it with, you know, eight million draft picks. Yeah, but I, I, I think that I think that this, the fact that it's been made public that Kyrie had no say in picking Steve Nash. I think the fact that he yeah. knows that Durant. That, 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 that was interesting. Yep, I think it's all going against what Kyrie wants. And if Kyrie doesn't get what he wants, and we've seen this. He will just fucking not play. He will bail. He will get no surgery in game seven. He will fucking <laughs> tell you he's going to come here forever. And then, and then do bounce. that. I will never understand that. Yep. I'm just telling you, Kyrie <laughs> is out. And if Kyrie was, if Kyrie was bought in, we'd have a problem. Since Kyrie's bought out, the Nets had to sacrifice their depth and their future to have a chance to keep Kevin Durant happy. That's pathetic. It's Brooklyn. Brooklyn has never run their basketball team. That great. Let's be honest. No, they they literally have. They were able to get Kevin Durant. I understand that, but the only reason why they got Kevin Durant is because Kyrie and them they concocted the plan to go to to Brooklyn. I don't know. We'll see. I just can't wait to see the Celtics go against this team in the best of seven series. Like I, I just hope that happens. Like please, yeah. basketball guy, give me that. He's the conference finals. Kyrie Irving against a team that he you know left and. And and played with and and all of a sudden these kids as he likes to call them oh they've grown before his eyes and he's so proud of them for those guys to go at it James Harden Marcus Smart you know like it's just the the storylines you know and and the rivalry that I think has been sparked not just because of this trade but even beforehand because of all the Kyrie stuff and and everything that's happened give me all of it like Kyrie just go back to the team say that you're going to be a different person buy in. And let's see how this thing unfolds because I know Kemba Walker is sitting, looking, looking at his teammates and saying, "Look, guys, we got we can do something really special right now." Imagine being able to 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 knock these guys off in their very first try, and, and all that and, and everything that that entails. You know, whether it's like them bickering on the sidelines or whether it's social media jabs. Like, I, I'm here for all of it. Give me all of it. Like Kyrie Irving. You know what? I, I'll tell you this right now. Kyrie's going to say something on on social media or make some sort of address or make some sort of like subliminal message via like. I don't even know what. Maybe it won't even be Instagram. Maybe it'll be like on like a Snapchat that no one even knew about that he has. Like, and it's gonna go viral, and it's gonna be like this like fake or maybe not so fake kumbaya moment. But I, I can't wait to see how this whole thing, this this drama, this drama 
helpful. And, and, and I hope that it doesn't mean Steve Nash gets fired because I think that might also happen too. I don't know. We'll I think, I, I, I think something's that. Something's got to give, right? I mean, something's got to give. All right, Kyrie, we'll fire the coach. Will you come play with us now? No, I, they be, won't. You know, they better not do that. They, that could they, be it. They they, well, you know what? They probably can because they have nothing to prove. They literally have two years of, you know, blowing these NBA stars, and that's all they can do. That's literally all they can do now because they can't even be like, hey, we're going to trade James Harden and get picks, or we're going to trade Kyrie Irving and get picks. The only tradable asset this team actually has right now is fucking Kevin Durant. Yeah. How crazy is that? So this team is boned. If things go bad, this team is is the definition of boom or bust. They could go, and, and if Kyrie comes back and Kyrie plays nice and they run a D'Antoni-type system, they could score 150 points a game and win every game and win the championship. If things just go slightly wrong, though, this team could totally falter, be the fifth seed, and lose in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, like, I mean... That's what we're looking at. Yeah, and but... They don't have a lot what, to, like, get down the, 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 the chemistry, too. Like, that's the worst no, part. And yeah, tell me, that's, why, that's, why that's why it has to be... The big three that was created that won in their first year. Celtics. Yes. Since then, no super... T- uh, maybe the Warriors, too. Mm. No. No, because they're homegrown. Yeah, they were homegrown. It took, a, it took a good, you know, three, four that's years. That's true. That's true. But when Durant got there... Yeah, but that's different. They're already a championship team. That doesn't even count. They're already okay. So that's different. So a built big three. I'm just basically talking about Celtics, the Heat. You know, even if you look at most of other than LeBron and AD, most of these super team tandems, they don't work out year one. Yeah, but it's a, no, no. They yeah, the super teams no. Like other than the Celtics in 08. When I say super team, I mean at least three, three like legitimate superstars, all stars, sure. all that. With last season, it was all about tandems, right? And then, and then if you got that, if you had that extra third guy, then it was a bonus. I mean, this time around for the Nets, KD has to be the leader of this team. Like he tried, he tried to do that in OKC, but what was the problem in OKC? They were in OKC. No, the problem in OKC was that. Russell Westbrook would have refused to be the number two, or or even or even one B. He thought he he was at the same level with with KD. KD goes to Golden State, obviously being their best player, but he wasn't their leader. Okay, now he comes to now he comes to Brooklyn, and the only reason why Brooklyn even would even consider signing Kyrie is because KD was part of was going to be a part of that 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 signing. Yeah, so they wanted to back out of that when they when they got the sense that Kevin Durant wasn't completely exactly exactly. So I bet you the Nets right now are saying, "Look, we we didn't want this guy. Like we you, we knew that if we signed this guy, you were coming, or vice versa." So KD is like, "The solution is to get James Harden. That was the, that's the only solution." So even if Kyrie doesn't come back, this team can still I'm make happy. it to the finals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kevin's like, "I'm happy either way." You know, if he wants to to, to come up on his own, that's fine because I'll have James Harden with me. Yeah, KD KD is the less dramatic one. Out of the, the drama trio here. Nah, yeah. yeah we'll see. When things go wrong, Who though. Who cares most about their legacy? KD. Kevin Durant by a mile. Yeah. By a mile. Yeah. Like, also- Kevin Durant's like, yo, I'm, I'm LeBron's status that no one will ever give to me. And, and he hates it. He hates it so much. Kyrie, for whatever reason, right now, it was Stephen A that said it on first take. Basketball is not a priority for whatever reason in Kyrie's life, which is fine. That's fine. Just stop wasting everybody's time and either figure it out 
or just call it quits because you're wasting people's time and wasting people's money. Yeah, to, but to, to see if you're if you're gonna like you know get your shit together. Now you got three guys that are making over thirty million dollars a year. Well, thirty, forty. Well, near, near thirty, forty million dollars. Well, last time I checked, forty is over thirty, right? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, yeah, all right, all right. So you got three guys. You got three guys that are that are that are caking it right now. Top ten, arguably top five. If, if whatever, wherever you want to throw Kyrie, I mean Harden's top five. Uh, fucking KD is top two, top three. So my point is, if they couldn't do it out west, at least Harden, they better be able to pull it off in the East. And I'm not, that's not a knock on the East because the, the East has gotten better. The East is different this year. Harden and Durant with no depth is not going to get through the East this year. It's not. But they hold have, on, hold on. When you say depth, though, they have no Dinwiddie. Okay, they have no out. Okay. Lambert, okay, and they have no Jared Allen. The, the, if Kyrie doesn't, Jared come, Allen, huge loss in the yeah, front. Yeah, that court. was that was. Kyrie doesn't come back. That's Kevin Durant and James Harden. Both of them play no fucking defense. Joe Harris plays no fucking defense. DeAndre Jordan is a shell of himself. But what did you just say, though? Give me that Celtics Nets rematch. But what did you just say two, two, two or three minutes ago? You said if all three are on the same page, even if it's just two of them, fuck it. If they're on the same page and they're, and they're going to score 150 points, then that's how you're going to have to beat them. It comes them. down to Kyrie. It comes yeah. down to Kyrie. Yeah. But I said to begin this whole thing. I said, this is great on paper. Yeah, but, but even, if even Kyrie, if, and Kyrie's not coming back, people. He's not. Yeah, but if, okay, so if it doesn't come back, then it's still going to work because then that makes it even easier. Yes, it no. is. Yes, it is. It's gonna work. No, because this team is what. What's Yo, the difference? If Harden, between- if Harden made the Western Conference Finals just with Chris Paul, so you're telling me that he can't pull that off with KD? You're saying just to make just, it- oh, you forget about that team that you would take Clint Capella, you would take PJ Tucker, you would take Eric Gordon, you would take uh, so Nene. Eric Gordon. So Joe Harris is your Eric Gordon. Bam. So what? What? What, what else are they missing? DeAndre Jordan. You just need him for defense. You don't need him to fucking score. I, I don't know, Joel. I think you're. I think you're looking. I think you're. The the the. There's been a lot of teams that have put two players on with with a, with not a lot of help and 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 have failed. Until I'm proven <laughs> otherwise. Until I'm proven otherwise with KD. KD is back, bro. KD is the second best player in the league right now. So I'll put it this way: I would have rather seen if Kyrie wasn't going to come back. I would have rather seen that Nets team. Which was built as a team with KD in the lineup. That's a better. That's a better way to get to the finals rather than sending off two of your best players for for Kevin Durant and also eight. I mean, uh, KD, is eight KD is never going to see it that way because he's a product of joining a super team and winning titles. Like he's going to yeah. the Los Angeles Lakers and get chills. He's going to be like these guys. I don't want to go to war with Karis LeVert and. And, and, you know, Allen, Jared Allen, and Spencer Dimwitty. I'm going up against two of the greatest Titans of all time, Anthony Davis and, and, and LeBron James. Shit, who knows if Kevin Durant truly even believes in James Harden as much as he wants to believe. He's more of like, no, this gives me a better chance. It's, this increases the odds dramatically, so sign me up. Because I don't know about this loose okay. cannon. Maybe it's not a loose cannon, but I don't know about this uh i kind of want to play ball i don't know what i want to do in my life dude you know i was worried about this and now that it's happening already you know less than 10 games into the regular season no i'm good give me another superstar this is the only one that's available and the only one's going to be available this season it seems like so sign me up yeah. no i i hear you durant made this trade durant was the gm here yeah yeah 
because the Rams already played with Harden, and they they're good. They they were good teammates. So. No GM would ever trade eight first round. I draft. get you, but if you want to win now, the, the championship window for every championship slash finals contender is two three years tops, bro. Because players are players. It's a players' league, right? They're going to control their destiny. I don't want to be hey, here. Hey, that's something. This big three had five. I told people five years. Well, I know, but I'm talking about now in today's NBA. I'm talking about ten plus years later. Yeah, true. Yeah, so these these young guys, just because they're signing the four or five year extension, doesn't mean they're going to stay with the squad. Because if they don't see things going in the right direction after two or three years, they're out. That's just the way it is. So they want to mortgage the future. That that's that was that was the cost. That was the price. I, that was the price to bring in another superstar because Kyrie, we don't know what the fuck's going to happen with Kyrie. They don't know what's going to happen to Kyrie. I could care less, but for, for the sake of this podcast, this is what we're talking about. Honestly, I think that the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers are all sort of breathing a sigh of relief right now. They're like, okay, we didn't, we didn't pull the trigger on this Harden deal. Now, will they? I don't think the Bucks were ever going to do something like that. Well, the Bucks were in discussions. That was they one got of the rid t- of all their draft picks when they got Drew Holiday. It was one of Harden's thing. Yeah, little did we know it took eight <laughs> draft picks, right? Uh, but I'm just saying, I think that I think it's going to be interesting to see the way that East shuffles out. Um, and you know, I'm just not 100 percent sold on the trade. I'm just not. I won't be until I won't be until they knock off like 15, 15 games and they're scoring 130 night a night, and then they're like playing at an all-time level well, then I'll, but I, I i just have to see how this is going to work i got, think they got the three main ingredients for that phoenix offense back in the uh mid 2000s to late 2000s with amari stoudemire steve nash and dan tony running that team so well for now for now yeah you're right you're right for now but you know there's going to be Celtics fans out there that was like why didn't danny pull the trigger you should have pulled the trigger on the trade no, you shouldn't have. No, I know. I'm just they'll saying. Say it. They'll say it after the fact, but they won't say it now. And and it's weird because we were talking about Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and a and like two first-round picks. That was like the deal, right? That was what everyone was talking about. To make contracts work. Little did you know is it was going to take eight fucking first-round picks. And, you know, and three other teams. <laughs> exactly. So I'm sure when Danny got to that point, he was like, absolutely not. I'm just good where I am, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Never even thought about giving up that many picks. You must be out of your mind. He what said, he's stupid fuck. He is. Yeah, he read the report and got chills. He's like, oof. Imagine. You see this shit? Yeah, it's eight, eight first rounders. He's like, how many could? How many more could we have squeezed out of him for Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, think, I think we had this thing all wrong. <laughs> I think we should have asked for six first round picks instead of four. We fucked up. We should have a dream team right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the Nets. Yeah, the Nets. Every time they hire a new coach, a rookie head coach, they're like, "Yeah, we just gotta just make the biggest blockbuster trade we can, we can, we can find. Just, just make it happen." Brooklyn, we go hard, right? Brooklyn, we go hard. Yo, it's mad funny because when they did the four first round picks, everyone was like, four first round picks." <laughs> they're like, "Just fucking wait ten years." Bro, you don't even know. I'm protecting. <laughs> hey, what the fuck we're about to do? I mean, the Nets are still waiting to see how this Kyrie issue is going to play out. I mean, the fact that there's rumors that he's threatening to sit out the rest of the season because he's so upset. I mean, the NBA already fined him $50,000 for violating COVID health and safety protocols. He's set to to forfeit upwards of $1.6 million in the games he's missed. I mean, he's scheduled to come back at some point to explain 
why he's been gone. So we shall see. All right. Let us know what you think, though. Hit us up on Twitter. You know, all that good stuff. Get your tweets in. We appreciate you guys hitting us up, man. It's been funny. It cracks me up when you guys, uh, like, randomly throughout the game. You guys notice that? Like, something that, that pertains to what we said in a, on an episode. They will, something that happens in live action, they'll, they'll respond to it. <laughs> To something that we said in our, we, I, we appreciate that, man. I really do. So yeah, that's yeah. another that's another thing to consider. The Nets, the Nets pulled this off because it's like, yo, there might not be basketball for a while. We need to make sure that he's in the Nets shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need, to, we need to make sure he's in Brooklyn at least. Listeners, real quick. Yeah, like we, we can worry about finding Kyrie later, but we just got to make sure James Harden's here. But that's ridiculous because, like, if there is going to be basketball, it's going to be for one year, and the contracts are going to be out. So then you're literally going to have one year of that big three. If oh no, can't. I mean no, I mean. I I still think that because the number numbers keep rising, you know, we're we're watching. There's been like what like twelve games that they have postponed so far. So uh, and I don't know if they're <laughs> going to be rescheduled. They they say well, it's going to happen. One, yeah, one game, yeah. So one, I mean, if the the league does shut down, it'll be for a couple of weeks. That's that's I'm still convinced that that's going to happen at some point. So that game gives time for James Harden to you know run on a treadmill. No, stop go going, to- stop eating hot wings, and he'll be all right. Brooklyn strip clubs, good, yay, nay, never been. I don't know. I think I I thought you guys were uh, more uh, into the Brooklyn scene. You've been, y'all been out there a couple times. Gotta yeah. stay. We gotta just went to the bars and drank alcohol. That's all we do. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> stay. I'm. This is just a gut feeling of mine, but I don't think I go to a Brooklyn strip club. I just don't think I should. I think I'm good. Well, especially when we went on St. Patty's Day. Like, that was that was fun. There's there's a few Irish bars around there around Barclays Center. I mean, I've been yeah. to Brooklyn once, and I've been to like bars and uh, you know a couple of clubs and they stay open like mad late so that's always good but no strip club Titties. shout out to justin all right on that note folks. <laughs> we up out of here follow us uh, on all social media platforms at yeah you already know causeway street hit up causewaystreet.com for all your <laughs> celtics and covid news rumors <laughs> and opinions who knows how long before the nba decides to shut it down the fact that they're discussing the potential to add one to two more two-way players on each roster. So that should be interesting. The Celtics are back in action, which is good. Kemba practice for the first time this season. After hours is hilarious. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Subscribe. You're so subscribe. All right. Hashtag subscribe. Causeway after hours. I'm, I'm going to make sure that's trending. Right now. Everyone write it down. Or tweet it out. <laughs>